Good day. This is Dr. Osborne, and we welcome to day four of the Max Lifetime Challenge. We're going to be really focusing, like it, we, I stated at the beginning of the challenge, on Stoic wisdom, and, and so I'm going to go take us back in history to the Antone Plague, and it was a global epidemic that that spanned the entirety of Marcus Aurelius's reign. Uh, Marcus Aurelius was a Stoic; he was an emperor of Rome, and it really began like with a flu-like symptoms, but that escalated and became gruesome and painful and fatal, and and millions were infected. And, and his people panicked; his doctors were baffled; his his staff and advisors were conflicted; his economy was plunging. Um, and, and a biography called "Leading by Example." Um, the, the biographer wrote about Marcus Aurelius, he conducted a two-month sale of all of his imperial effects and possessions and, and putting the hammer, uh, and putting under the hammer not just the, the furniture from the imperial apartments and the gold goblets and the silver, the silver glasses and the crystals and the chandeliers, but also his wife's silken and gold-embroidered robes and her jewels. Reluctantly, though, and unavoidably, Marcus Aurelius confiscated capital from Rome's upper classes, knowing that they could afford to pay. He audited his own officials and allowed no expenditures without approval. And he literally risked his entire throne by eliminating donations. I mean, uh, like, like um, the, the, the gift of giving donations to Roman soldiers. But the main thing is this. Marcus's entire economic and financial policies, both personal and and throughout his whole empire, were always very austere and conservative. He wore plain clothes. He kept a plain diet. He never traveled unless his wartime duties called for it. And he didn't even put off extravagant. He even put on. He didn't care to put on extravagant festivities or erect lavish buildings like the emperors who had preceded him. He was really a simple man. And and yet, when catastrophe struck, the first thing he did was identify ways to cut back his spending. And he did it voluntarily so that other people wouldn't have to suffer. So what I'd like us to do on day four is to follow Marcus's lead of the Max Lifetime Challenge. And I'm going to ask you to eliminate one reoccurring expense from your life. You know, Marcus could have picked up his, uh, picked up his frugal spending habits from any number of the earlier, um, uh, any of the other people. But, you know, I think the main thing is this, is that it is, uh, in rainy weather, Cato wrote that he said to remember that even though work stops, expenses run on. And a farmer who spends more than they make can't absorb periods of no work or income. And that person is vulnerable or exposed. And so what we're going to do is today is we're going to make ourselves strong today by reining in one of our finances. Get a piece of paper and a pen, pull up your bank statements or your credit card bill and skim through um, and see where the money's leaving your pocket. Identify one reoccurring expense you can eliminate. Look at look at your purchases, your memberships, your mag- magazine subscriptions, your streaming accounts. See which one you can prune. And if you and if you really want to be precise and really make the most of your money, there's a great service called Trim that helps you manage your day to day expenses through the use of uh, artificial intelligence. But along with identifying those unnecessary expenses. Trim can also do things like negotiate your cable, internet, or phone bills with your providers. Um, it also links to your financial accounts, and it's really free to sign up. So I, I think getting back to our philosophy, Marcus said that we, we look to every action, every behavior, every purchase, and we ask ourselves, is this necessary in our lives? Really much of what we buy or pay for isn't necessary. And many of the decisions that we made to buy things um, came in different a different market, a different time, a different outlook. And, and as we look how things have changed, we're going to have to rectify some of our excesses. So when you cut out unnecessary expenses, think of that money as you are saving as a gift to yourself. 
turn elimination into creation. Um, you know, one upside may be only the upside or of a crash in the market, in meaning that the, uh, the assets will actually eventually become cheaper. So put your eliminated expenses savings to work. Um, read up on passive in- investing strategies or deposit your money where you can have it, where it could be spent into your, sent into your 401k or start a, a high yield savings account or do yourself a favor and just run down a list of uh, business, of businesses that were started during the depression or economic times. Half the companies in the Fortune 500 were started during a bear market or a recession. Half. So when our plans have been impeded, Marcus wrote, we can adapt and we can convert the obstacles into an opportunity. So let's turn today into an opportunity. Let's turn this time into an opportunity and have a blessed day.